Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Wednesday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time, a reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, had a vision of an open door to heaven, and I heard the trumpet-like voice that had spoken to me before, saying, Come up here, and I will show you what must happen afterwards. At once I was caught up in spirit. A throne was there in heaven, and on the throne sat one whose appearance sparkled like jasper and carnelian. Around the throne was a halo as brilliant as an emerald. Surrounding the throne I saw twenty-four other thrones, on which twenty-four elders sat, dressed in white garments and with gold crowns on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. Seven flaming torches burned in front of the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. In front of the throne was something that resembled a sea of glass, like crystal. In the center and around the throne, there were four living creatures covered with eyes in front and in back. The first creature resembled a lion. The second was like a calf. The third had a face like that of a man. And the fourth looked like an eagle in flight. The four living creatures, each of them with six wings, were covered with eyes inside and out. Day and night, they do not stop exclaiming, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is and who is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before the one who sits on the throne and worship him, who lives forever and ever. They throw down their crowns before the throne, saying, Worthy are you, Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things. Because of your will, they came to be and were created. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Holy, 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 Lord, mighty God. Holy, 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 Lord, mighty God. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his strength. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him for his sovereign majesty. Holy, 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 Lord, mighty God. Praise him with the blast of the trumpet. Praise him with lyre and harp. Praise him with timbrel and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Holy, 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 Lord, mighty God. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with clanging cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Holy, 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 Lord, mighty God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. While people were listening to Jesus speak, he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and they thought that the kingdom of God would appear there immediately. So he said, A nobleman went off to a distant country to obtain the kingship for himself and then to return. He called ten of his servants and gave them ten gold coins and told them, Engage in trade with these until I return. His fellow citizens, however, despised him and sent a delegation after him to announce, We do not want this man to be our king. But when he returned after obtaining the kingship, he had the servants called to whom he had given the money to learn what they had gained by trading. The first came forward and said, Sir, your gold coin has earned ten additional ones. He replied, Well done, good servant. You have been faithful in this very small matter. Take charge of ten cities. Then the second came and reported, your gold coin, sir, has earned five more. And to this servant, too, he said, you take charge of five cities. Then the other servant came and said, sir, here is your gold coin. I kept it stored away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are a demanding man. You take up what you did not lay down, and you harvest what you did not plant. He said to him, 
with your own words, I shall condemn you, you wicked servant. You knew I was a demanding man, taking up what I did not lay down and harvesting what I did not plant. Why did you not put my money in a bank? Then on my return, I would have collected it with interest. And to those standing by, he said, Take the gold coin from him and give it to the servant who has ten. But they said to him, Sir, he has ten gold coins. He replied, I tell you, to everyone who has, more will be given. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. Now as for those enemies of mine who did not want me to be their king, bring them here and slay them before me. After he had said this, he proceeded on his journey up to Jerusalem. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I recently watched the movie called The Wolf of Wall Street, which is based on the true story of Jordan Belfort, a regular guy from Brooklyn who made lots of money scamming people by selling them penny stocks and engaging in market manipulation. If half the stuff in the movie is true, Belfort is, or was at least, a very troubled soul. His addictions, his illegal behavior, his failed marriages, all with the goal of being filthy rich, make for a sad life story. At one point in the movie, Belford instructs the brokers who work for him uh, in how to get rich. You call up a client, convince them to sell a stock they have, and to buy another sure thing in exchange. In his book, it's okay to lie about either stock. After all, no one can really predict the market. As long as they don't cash out, it's not real money anyway. What is real money are the commissions the brokers make on the sale and purchase. They get paid well, financing such necessities as $5,000 suits, mounds of cocaine, and prostitutes. Money is only valuable when you spend it. It reminds me of Jesus' statement from earlier in Luke's Gospel. The children of this world are more prudent in dealing with their own generation than are the children of light. Today's Gospel drives home that point once again. When the nobleman leaves his estate to claim his kingship, he gives his servants gold coins to oversee in his absence. His intention is for them to use the coins as he would use them, so he doesn't miss out on income while he's traveling. Most of the servants are wise enough to invest the coins, and thankfully their investments make a good return. One servant is either lazy, a coward, or both. He protects the coin he is given, but he doesn't invest it. The newly crowned king is furious. Why? Because the gold coin only has worth if it is used in commerce. Otherwise, it's a useless piece of metal. Each of us has been entrusted with gold by the one true king. The value comes in all different forms, talents, resources, virtues, sometimes wisdom. Most of it can't be kept in Fort Knox, and so we might not even realize the value that we hold. It is there, however, and it only realizes its worth when it is used. Otherwise, it's as though it doesn't exist at all. What is your hidden wealth, and why does it remain hidden? The answers to these questions have eternal consequences. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.